You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. In the cup, 29.6, the third quarter. Swayze shaken up a length and a half to Akuta trying to go with him. Then beats ball and he's a sport. Swayze finding a length on Akuta who's coming. Then beats ball. Swayze still in front. Akuta can't reach him. Then came beats ball. But it's Swayze for the Riverina boys. An Australian hero. Swayze won the New Zealand Cup by three lengths from Akuta. Yeah, Swayze turns up at Albion Park and also his younger brother Leap to Fame as the ID 23 gets underway. Friday night, Chris Barsby is joining me in studio this morning. Uh, how are you, Chris? Steve, I'm well. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Looking forward to it. Fields released last night for night one. We're over the mile. And interestingly, talking about those two horses, just looking at the tab markets, they've both opened at the same quote. They're both a dollar ten, so they're Bakes expected. Are on perfectly. Yeah, and they're expected to dominate and gain maximum yeah. points. Let's hope they win and make a statement the first yeah. night, even if it's a you know fairly soft victories. And isn't it great that the two are these the two best square gators in the country? We're going to see on the night as well. Yep. Just just believe, and also in the prior heat, Queen Alita. Yep, no doubt about that, Steve. They're definitely numbers one and two in the country. Just believe a dollar oh nine. It's amazing when you look at these fields for Friday night. A lot of these big name horses, Pacers or Trotters, have drawn well. So we're going to have a lot of short price favourites here on Friday night. Uh, and many are starting to arrive now. Talking about uh, Queen Alita, she arrived early this morning along with Rock and Roll Do. Uh, there's a few more set to arrive today, later tonight. So things are starting to amp right up now for ID 23 starting this Friday night. And those fields are very interesting. Mm. But not just to have the horses here, just some of the biggest names in harness racing. You know, Chris Alford's going to be here. Mm. Greg Sugars. I mean, the list goes John Justice, of course. Um, you know, the list, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. List goes on and on. It's just yeah. a, always great inner dominions, Chris, and this is going to be no exception and a historic one as well. Of course, it'll be your first uh, inner dominion final in a couple of weeks' time, December 16. But of course, the last ever at the the famous Creek Circuit. So hopefully, people support finals night and we get a decent crowd. Of course, Thirsty Merck are going to be playing after the meeting as well. Yeah, it, it, it is going to be a great night. There's no doubt about. It. I think the series will be strong. Um, you know, the inner dominion. A lot will. You know. A lot of people are saying the Inter-Dominion is not what it used to be. And in many ways, it's probably not. But at the end of the day, these are some of the best horses that we've got. We've got the best pacer uh, in Leap to Fame. You could probably say Swayze as well. And as you just mentioned, those two trotters in Just Believe and Queen Elida. So we've got some of the very best here and the horsemen or horse people that are involved. So it's going to be a fantastic two-week period. Final night, Saturday night, December 16. There's a lot of entertainment. So there's a lot to look forward to. So... If you can, get along to Albion mm. Park. I just hope all those four horses that you mentioned, I know they're all short and people will be melting, mul you know, take multis and so on, but I just hope they all come out and they're all impressive yep. because then the foundation is set for night two on December 5. Of yep. course, uh, no Kiwi representation. Uh, Greg, Greg O'Connor, of course, is going to join us to, yep. to chat about that. It would, would be nice to see some of the Kiwis. We spoke about the fixer earlier with Jack Bruce. He's got a horse, yeah. thoroughbred, that's very talented. And we talked about the, the fixer, of course, from the Purden stable. But Greg O'Connor is with us. Chris. Yeah, Greg, good morning. Yeah, good morning, boys. Uh, looking forward to the end of Dominion. You're right about not having Kiwi participation, but the quality of horse you've got there should be enough to attract a few people, and it is historic. Um, I was there when Yulestar won and, and for Tony Shaw, and 
um, take a moment, won the trotting series. So clearly we had quite a big involvement then. But um, they're looking forward to the series. And there's always storylines to come out of each and every night. And there's always some drama. Yeah. Greg, just while Chris uh, puts a lot of questions to you, just in relation to these trotters, these square gators we get to see, Queen Alita and also Just Believe, of course, they clash last start, Just Believe beating Queen Alita. How would they compare? How would they sit with some of your star trotters in New Zealand, your muscle mountains and so on? Oh, look, I think they'd be more than competitive. Just Believe's proven that with his European uh, campaign and, and the times they're running. Um, Muscle Mountain's an exceptional trotter. He obviously had a problem in the Dominion. Um, Oscar Bonavina has the speed to go with any horse. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be right up there. And, and I'm hoping um, the announcement coming out that the trot slot race to go alongside the race by Grins on the 12th of April um, already there has been a move and Queen Elida has been snapped up uh, by the team from Ladbroke. So um, the beautiful thing for them, of course, is gets barrier one being a mare um, going around in that first ever trot slot race, which will be the richest trotting race that we have here in New Zealand. I think it's 575,000. So maybe Just Believe might come. Better Eclipse came last year. So, um, you know, we might see the Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars team with a couple of runners. Um, and then we really would know how they'll measure up. All right. Well, let's talk about trotters and let's talk about this Queensland trotter, Greg, because he's due to fly out tomorrow from Melbourne to Auckland and then across the weekend he'll make his way down to Christchurch in readiness for the big Grand Prix race day coming up on Sunday week. And he's taking all before him right now. He won the Victoria Trotters derby, went off at big odds, and then he started a clear odds-on favourite on Saturday night with the Breeders' Crown, and he dominated there. So the obvious question, because everyone's asking, man, I thought you're the best person to ask... What's going to be his opposition over there for the New Zealand Trotting Derby? Yeah, there'll be a few. Uh, this week will be interesting, Chris, because uh, we, at Eggton Raceway and Harness Race New Zealand, allow the Trotting Oaks to be run the week before and therefore um, gives the fillies a chance to go around against the boys. And some of the fillies that are going around on Friday night, um, I think, will absolutely measure up. So that, that's an opportunity uh, there for some of those to, to put their, their hand up. I spoke to Graham Dwyer this morning um, about how far this horse has come and, and the ride that they're on. Gee, Lane doesn't lack for any confidence, does he? I saw his interview on Saturday night. Um, he, he's uh, He's got a bit of swagger about him, and, and obviously he's been looking after the horse, but it's come through brilliantly through that Breeders' Crown. Um, it's gone favourite in New Zealand, which I think shows you the respect. Bob Butt's got a really nice horse called Gold Bullion, um, who got it wrong last time, but is, is absolutely capable of... Uh, of, of racing at the highest uh, level. High Energy, who you guys have seen in Australia, is out of that wonderful Brick and Farms breed. and um, She has been to the trials, which is okay, I thought. She's out of Highgate, a multiple Group 1 winner. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how she goes on Friday night. Confessional hurt the punters twice during Cup Week, uh, was the winner of the two-year-old Group 1 on Grand Prix Day last year, trained by that magic man with the trotters at Paul Nairn. Um, so if the right confessional turned up, I think yeah, not as promised or will have a, have a race on its hands. Uh, Love Me Too, you know, Walking on Sunshines, the winner of the Trotting Oaks in the north earlier in the year. It goes around uh, in the Group 1 race this Friday night. Create Time, won at Kaikoura and then came out and won on New Zealand Cup Day. You don't see that very often. Um, so there's, there's plenty of talent there, but... Uh, at this stage, I think not as promised as deserves to be favourite. And um, 
I'm really looking forward to seeing the horse. So have the stars aligned here for the uh, the Queensland Connections then that they've got the right season to be going across to try and win this big race? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think you've hit the nail right on the head there because some of these horses, love me too, the Northern uh, Trotting Derby winner, confessional, they've got this question mark about where they're at at the moment. So, um, yeah, I, I think absolutely he's, uh, he's picked the right year to come and... Um, what he's shown us thus far, like he's not beating mugs, Chris, either. He's doing it at Group 1 level and he's doing it in, in the right sort of times to make you sit up and take notice. So he's picked the right year. I know Graham's very excited about an opportunity to come over here. He's telling me the story that uh, Lane came over with the kids' carts um, about three or four years ago. So he's been to Addington, he's seen what it's like. And judging by the size of this horse and his stride length and all of that, I think it absolutely will be suiting him. So, um, yeah, I think there's a few ticks there, mate. Okay. So when he won the derby, he went off at big odds, and there was no fluke about it. It was only a short margin that he won by, but he got the win. But, but was it more about Saturday night winning the Breeders' Crown where he dominated, he was a clear favourite? Was that the race where the Kiwis pretty, uh, pretty much sat, had to sit up and take notice that this guy might be the real deal? Well, we've been watching him for the last month because the interest has been shown and coming across. So you think, well... He must think a fair bit of it. Um, and now, absol- absolutely the performance on Saturday night because that was a really dominant win, um, so much so that if you draw the front line next week in, in the big group one here, um, the front would more or less be there, I, w- I would have thought. So um, obviously looking, uh, having Nathan Dawson here as well, um, you know, that's a... That's a huge win. Um, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things to be excited about. And what's more, this horse could put its hand up for future trips here to New Zealand, particularly if um, you know, it, it, handles, it handles the travel. Mm. Well, the race you were just talking about earlier. Who knows? They might Why not? even look at that horse there if he comes out and wins the derby on, on uh, Sunday week. So did you ever think in your time that you would see a Queensland-trained three-year-old trotter come over and be favourite for your New Zealand trotters derby? You, you know the answer to that, Chris. <laughs> you absolutely know the answer to that. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, not on your nelly. I would never have thought that was possible. Um, and and I'm, I'm not, it's not a Kiwi versus Australian thing here because you know the depths of our trotters. Yeah. And when you go through the history, particularly of um, races like the Trotting Derby, the horses that have come out of that go on and, and, and compete on the Grand Circuit and not only compete, they, they win on the Grand Circuit. So... You know, the trotting trotting derby over the years has produced some outstanding uh, winners, and this year will be uh, exactly the same. You know, in the last few years, um, Five Wise Men's gone on to open class. Mark Hawler's won uh, a Dominion. Uh, Speeding Spurs won every big group one race and won around the world. Um, yeah, Paramount Gigi won a couple of Breeders' Crowns. You know, these are the sorts of horses or the type of horse you've got to be to win the New Zealand Trotting Derby. But um, I think it'd be really cool, mate. I, I think it just opens up the door. This flight that we've got from Auckland to Christchurch too makes it so much easier for the travel because you're not having to go on the road for a day. Um, so you can fly into Auckland like this horse is, staying at Bunty Hughes, fly down early next week. Um, set yourself up. I think they're staying at Brenton Tim White's, which is Ash Burton, only an hour up the road. And, um, you know, it just makes it so much more accessible. So I, I can see this happening more and more. Mm. The, the other thing that I wanted to raise with you, um, I did a radio spot yesterday and I, I, I raised this possibility and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but 
if he goes to New Zealand, wins the New Zealand trotting derby, and he's already got the Victoria Trotters derby in the bag, along with the Breeders' Crown, all of a sudden, the race to be crowned the Queensland Horse of the Year is a lot more open than what we were first thinking, because many would just assume that leap to fame would be a lock. But it puts a bit of pressure on him to win the Inter-Dominion just to make sure that he gets that title. But the way he's going, not as promised, if he wins the New Zealand trotting derby, he, he's right in the uh, the conversation. Oh, absolutely he is. And, and Leap to Fame, don't forget, has been beaten in your biggest race in the winter. The Blacks are fake. Didn't win the Eureka. If he doesn't win the Inter-Dominion, then surely it's open. Yeah. Surely it has to, be, has to be potentially on the cards. And that's no knock on Leap to Fame, but... It's a big, big rap for not as promise. Mm, too right. So Sunday week, there's going to be how many Group 1s on that card? Uh, eight Group 1s. Eight Group 1 races. Uh, four, the old jewels, if you like. Two-year-old races, trotters, paces, girls and boys. Uh, then you have the New Zealand Trotting Free-for-All, which will feature Oscar Bonavina and Muscle Mountain. Muscle Mountain won that race last year. Uh, both derbies, uh, of course, and the Oaks. So, uh, And the Oaks will feature Millwood Nike, who remains unbeaten, goes to Addington this Friday night. She should win again, 17 from 17. Um, then she wins the Oaks next week. And, you know, she's she's on a streak that uh, can only be rivaled by horses like Current Under Fire. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a massive. And we've got a free-for-all as well, which will feature the likes of the free-for-all winner in Self-Assured, who went back-to-back on show day. So massive afternoon, Chris. And with the time line that you guys have, it should fit in beautifully, uh, you know, late morning uh, or mid-morning through to the early afternoon. You'll get to see all of that all that top-quality racing. Greg, can I just ask you about a horse that uh, got a bit of traction on social media because it was out the back door and was able to win at Winton on a Sunday? Of course, Craig Rail called that race. He's by Captain Treacherous. Tell me what you think of this Dreams Are Free because that looked visually massive at Winton of that Sunday program recently. Dreams Are Free. Yeah, he's only had three starts, and man, he's shown some ability, hasn't he? Because uh, at his second start, he did something similar, just got a little bit rocky and, and you know, gave them a big start, and he, he went phenomenally. I think he finished third on that occasion, and then to win again, he, he's got a bit of breeding, Steve, because um, his brother goes, all right, don't stop dreaming. Um, he's obviously by better's delight, but... Uh, yeah, he's he's our star three-year-old. He's only been beaten on a couple of occasions by Merlin by virtue of draws more than anything. And this week they go around um, in the key lead up to the derby, a race called the Ian Dobson Memorial, and Don't Stop Dreaming's part owned by him. But, um, yeah, Dreams of Free looks looks pretty talented, doesn't he? Looking forward to seeing him here at Addington Raceway because he's a big, long, striding horse. And um, Nathan Williamson knows his way around a, a pretty nice sort of horse. So, uh yeah, there's, there's a lot in, in store for him and, and uh, the Captain Treacherous are really starting to step up, aren't they? There's no doubt about that. So there's a lot to look forward to, but uh, in particular, Queensland interest coming up on Sunday week at Addington. That is going to be Grand Prix race day. And as Greg O'Connor just outlined, he is the favourite right now, not as promised. Greg, appreciate the time. We'll see you here. You're here for the final week of the Inter-Dominion. Yeah, well, I get through that Sunday, that uh, enormous day here, Grand Prix Day at Addington Raceway, and uh, straight on the on the bird first thing the next morning. Got to get over there for your barrier draw, but um, I'll be tuning in each and every round of heats, mate, because uh, it's an inter dominion after all, so you've got to get excited. Mm. Greg, just for that Trotters race, the Square Gate is all that prize money. Has it got a name? Uh, the you, you said the slot race. Horse. Yeah, the slot oh, race, the, the slot Trotters. Race. Oh, sorry, the slot race. Yep, uh, it's the TAB. Trot slot, it's called. Yep. Trot slot. Okay, so you've got the race by trot greens slot. and then the trot slot. That's right. 
and the trot slot. And I was talking to David Branch about it. It's actually on our box seat program, which your listeners can uh, tune into. Just uh, go via YouTube. It'll be available later tonight. Uh, all the details are around that there. They've got uh, an enormous night. The Night of Champions, they call it. It'll be the richest race night in New Zealand. Thanks, Greg. No problem. Greg O'Connor. As they quicken off the back straight, not as promised, two metres to the locomotive. Third, what's up, party time and ten away, Shack the Anvil. 27-6, the third quarter. Into the bend, the leader, not as promised, the locomotive won't go away, though. Then what's up, party time, ten away, Shack the Anvil. Into the straight, not as promised in front. From the locomotive and what's up, party time. Not as promised, four metres in front. He's finding plenty, though, not as promised. He's got the measure of the locomotive and what's up, party time and not as promised is too good not as promised wins the locomotive second what's yeah, up great party record, time Chris. third and 15 fourth starts nine wins five placings took that race by the scruff of the neck early and that was the end of the penny section he's only been beaten once since uh, joining the stables of graham and lane dwyer that sole defeat came in the heat of the victoria trotters derby he wasn't quite right they fixed a few things in lead up to the final and he's gone on his winning way since so that's his second group one victory he's won the victoria trotters derby he's now got the the Breeders' Crown, and as we just heard there from Greg O'Connor, he's the favourite. A New, uh, a New Zealand trotting derby, and the, the favourite is a Queensland-trained trotter. I find that uh, staggering in so many ways, but it's a good sign for Queensland. There's no doubt about that. The man at the controls of not as promised is the leading driver, not only here in Queensland, but in the country. 381 winners so far this year. Nathan Dawson, good morning. Congratulations. Thanks, Chris. Good to be on. How good was that on Saturday night? And I ask that uh, by way of comparison compared to the Trotters Derby, now you've got the, the Breeders' Crown. How big a thrill was that one? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was a great thrill. Um, you know, I'd probably say that the Derby was probably um, more of a thrill because it was a bit unexpected. But, um, you know, you definitely can't take anything away from Saturday night. Yeah, there was a lot more pressure going into this final on Saturday night because of the fact that he was the favourite. Uh, but he just didn't put a foot wrong. He just he, He's trotting with so much confidence right now. That's a good thing going forward. Yeah, he is. You know, at the moment, he's on top of the world. Um, you know, he's got a, plenty of confidence in himself and we've got plenty of confidence in the horse. So, um, yeah, that makes a big difference. Nathan, did you go into the race with the plan? Obviously, you just came steady off the arm and then let him balance up and then you took the lead, you know, out of the straight the first time. I mean, what was the plan going into it? Are you just going to wait and see how it all played out for him? Yeah, you know, with trotters, you know, you can't be too aggressive on them. Um, you know, once they get up, you know, things things go pear-shaped quickly. So the main key was, you know, I was trying to stay in front of the locomotive. I thought he was the main danger. Um so I was just keeping an eye on where he got to at the start. Did you have any cause for concern uh, at any stage in running? And once the locomotive was left parked out, were you supremely confident then? Um, no, down the back of the locomotive, you know, he, he loomed up good and was sticking with me. Um, you know, I was just hoping that, you know, his run was coming to an end because, you know, I didn't have a lot of speed left, but... Um, to his credit, he stuck on well, but um, my horse was a bit too strong, you know, and had the better trip. Mm. It was a solid last half. 27-6-28-9. Was it a, 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 a muggy night down there on, on Saturday night? I know the rain came later, but was it a bit humid down there? Yeah, it was a little bit. Um, yeah, early on, it was quite a nice night, a little bit warm, um, and then the rain come. But, um, you know, overall, it was a great night. 
All right. What were the team like there uh, after the race on, on Saturday night? Graham and uh, all of the team involved with uh, Not As Promised. Yeah, they're all excited, you know, um, you know, it was a good thrill and I guess, you know, they were pretty relieved, um, you know, to get the job done, being the favourite and all. So, um, overall, everyone was excited, um, you know, it was good to be a part of it. Okay, so New Zealand is next. He flies out tomorrow bound for Auckland. We just heard from Greg O'Connor. I wanted to find out what the main dangers were. He said there's a number of talented types over there, but it might be the right year to be heading across. So, here he is lining up, and at this stage, Greg said he is the favourite to win the New Zealand Trotters derby. That just seems mind-blowing that a Queensland-trained trotter is the favourite for a race like that. Yeah, it is. You know, um, we, you know, we before we went over there, we tried to get a gauge on what was over there, and they said that it might have been a little bit easier this year than previous years. So that was the main um, reason that we started to head over. So being favourite, um, you know, just proves you know how good people think he is and you know he's proving what he can do are you looking forward to this trip i am actually um yeah it's pretty exciting getting away um i've always wanted to be a part of like the bigger races and you know not just making up the fields but having you know a good contender so uh, it's pretty exciting to be going away um, knowing that you're one of the favourites. Mm. He's handled the Melbourne trip really well. Probably took a few days to settle in, but as Graham outlined previously, logistically there was a few little bumps in the road getting him down there, but he's just thriving at the moment. Do you think he'll settle in nicely in New Zealand? Yeah, I do. Uh, he's a pretty laid-back character, so I reckon that helps him a lot. But, you know, yeah, I reckon he'll settle in good and... You know, he's got a bit of time and been over a week there to settle in, so um, I don't reckon there should be any problems. And that big Addington track, that seems like it's going to be ideal for him. Yeah, it is. You know, it should work out well for him. Um, so we're going over there with plenty of confidence and, you know, just fingers crossed that, um, you know, his form continues. Nathan, just watching the replay from the weekend there, that the earplugs, what part of the race did you pull those on that horse? Uh, I pulled them just before we straightened top of the straight um, and that's when I got a really good kick out of him and um, you know, he picked up that little extra and got away from the other two. Did you pull them the previous run? Uh, no, I didn't. In the heat, I didn't need to. Um, so I saved them for when we needed them and you know, they worked well. Just uh, with what's coming up, the Inter-Dominion starts Friday night so that race for Not As Promised is Sunday week. So we've got a the final round of heats on Saturday week. So how's it sort of working out for you um, getting over to New Zealand? It, 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 obviously, it's going to work, but uh, is it going to be tight? Uh, I think I'm going to have to miss the third round of the heats. Um, I think the latest I can leave is Saturday morning to get there um, for Sunday. So I think I'm going to have to miss those heats. Um, but, you know, it's exciting to be getting over there and, you know, having a crack at this. Mm, absolutely. Speaking of ID23, first round action this Friday night. You're down for a number of drives throughout the heats. Your first reaction, do you think you've come up with some nice draws there? Yeah, uh, not too bad. Some of them have got good draws. Um, other ones are a little bit sticky, but, you know, the ones that I'm driving probably going to need a little bit of luck to um, you know, be sneaking into the final. Hot and treacherous. Uh, let's talk about him. He's probably your main drive as far as the pacing series is concerned. He's come up with gate three, but you've got Swayze drawn to your inside. Probably not the news you wanted to hear. No, not really. Um, you know, it would have been ideal if we had uh, Swayze to our outside, but, 
I've been leaving the gate pretty good lately, so um, I'll be having a good crack trying to get over and um, yeah, the speed to our outside, so we'll just have to see what happens. Right, you've got to turn it up to your outside, so they might uh, aim up here early and try and get uh, nice and handy. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you've got to have a go. You go back, it's going to be hard from back there against them, so... Um, yeah, I mean, three, we just got to have a little go and see what happens. All right. And Adele, as far as the trotting series is concerned, she's got gate five and you're on the outside of Queen Elida. So, again, probably not the way you wanted it to play out? No, not really. Um, you know, some of these draws, you know, on paper they look all right, but when you go into it a bit more, you know, it's probably not ideal. But um, she's a good mare. I think she's coming back to her best. So, um, you know, she can overcome that. Okay. I'm going to pose a couple of hypotheticals to you here. You're the leading driver in the country right now. The series starts Friday night. As far as the pacing series is concerned, would you rather be driving Leap to Fame or Swayze? I'd go Leap to Fame. I reckon uh, this is his this year and uh, hopefully I can knock him off, but uh, if I had the chance, I'd be taking Leap to Fame. Okay, and the trotting series, uh, Just Believe or Queen Elida? Uh, I reckon just believe he was pretty impressive there the other night first up. So, um, you know, uh, he should run a good second to Adele. <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, 381, you're getting closer and closer to the magical 400 and you'll be only the uh, the second driver that's achieved 400 wins in a single season. Chris Alford's the only other driver that's done it. He's done it twice. So that's, uh, that's rare air that you're uh, heading into. Yeah, it is. You know, fingers crossed we can get there, but... I'm looking good at the moment, so see how we go. We just got to keep going the way we have. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a really good achievement and, you know, I'm pretty excited to be a part of that. Nathan, five Group 1s under your belt. I think your first one looking at this we came in with Jung, J Jiggle and Jai, was it, 2019 at Albion Park? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I had a few now and they're starting to get up, which is good. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be part of the bigger races and, you know, racing competitively against them, so... It's good to get a few more under me belt. Right. Are you driving today at Albion Park? I can't let you go without giving us a bit of a heads up here. Can Lancelot Bromac add to your tally this year? I like to think so. Um, he's got a decent gait there. Um, he's racing pretty good at the moment, so if he gets any luck, um, I reckon he can. Okay. What's your best drive today, putting you on the spot? Uh, I reckon Fantasy Blaster from the one. Okay, we'll go with Fantasy Blaster. That is race four, number one. Hey, Nathan, again, congratulations for Saturday night with that Breeders' Crown triumph with Not As Promised. Hopefully everything goes to plan with this New Zealand mission, and uh, we'll see you trackside later today. Thanks, Chris.